0: Hello there, avid listeners. Thanks again for tuning into Sin's Workshop. Hope you're having a wonderful day. So, today we are going to be talking about Go the Distance by Jen Kalanina. This is the Disney twisted tale that asks the question what if Meg had to become a god? So, it picks up right at the ending of the movie, but instead of Hercules being allowed to go back to Greece to be with Meg where he belongs, his father says no, flat no, and N-O. oh, and well. That breaks Meg's heart, and it also breaks Hercules's heart, because he wants nothing more than to be with Meg. He loves her. They love each other, but in any case, that does not go according to their plans. However. Hera, the almighty queen of the gods who definitely deserves all the respect there is in the world, offers Meg a chance to become a god by sending her on her own quest. So that is the premise of the story. We are following Megara on her own quest to become a god. But you know what? The quest is about more than her just becoming a god. And, I have to say, it was such a wonderful story. Uh, Meg is definitely one of my more favorite characters um, in Disney. Is the Hercules movie accurate? Uh, gods, no. (laughs) It is not. It gets so many things wrong about Greek mythology, but I can forgive it because, honestly, Greek mythology is not really something that you can accurately and honestly depict for the child audiences. I mean, Hercules is a demigod. Why? Because Zeus couldn't keep it in his pants. And Hera hated him. Hera hated Hercules. Tried many times to kill him. If you are familiar with Greek mythology, you know that. So, I do like how Disney was able to interpret the story for kids and how they re- kind of rewrote Greek mythology um, while also incorporating a lot of elements. So it is one of my more favorite Disney movies, and I'd like to extend my thanks to Disney Hyperion for giving me a copy of Go to Distance for that reason, because like I said earlier, Meg's one of my favorite characters. I love her so much, and I love her journey in this novel because. The story opens up with her as a child. Um, her, one of her earliest memories of heartbreak is, well, her father abandoning her and her mother. So that is something that you do. get to see, you know, you get to see where a lot of her distrust stems from, where a lot of her self-strength stems from, you know, first you have a father abandons her, and then you have, you know, the guy she sells her soul for, he falls in love with someone else, so you're definitely seeing where Meg came from and why she is the way that she is. But when you're on this journey with her, you're discovering that being vulnerable, because that is, I think that's part of her problem. She doesn't want to be vulnerable. She does not want people to just, she she does not want to have to rely on other people, I guess is what I'm saying. But throughout the course of the novel, she learns to open herself up. She learns to open out her heart. She learns to be this remarkable person that accepts, you know, being vulnerable is not a weakness. It's okay to be vulnerable. And I think that that's something that reflects a lot or can connect a lot to the readers. I think a lot of times we are so focused on being self-sufficient that we don't exactly want to be vulnerable we don't exactly want to open ourselves up to a lot of people because we do view it As a weakness, but I love that about this story. I love how Kalanina kind of touches on that and says, "No, being vulnerable is not a weakness. Being vulnerable is okay. It just means you're human. Asking for help and accepting help from people who care about you—it's worthwhile. You know, it doesn't make you any less of of a person. And that's what was very compelling with the story, with the narrative. That's." what I loved about it, to just see Meg go on this journey, to see her, her fears come to light, to see her strength. I mean, this is a girl, she knows how to play flute. She knows how to shoot bone arrow. She knows how to sail. I mean, man, Meg is kick ass. I mean, I think we already knew that. She can tie her own sandals and everything, but really seeing, you're really seeing how strong she is how compelling she is of a character and i just loved her journey through this entire narrative you're also seeing the strength of kelly nina's writing how she's able to take this story and make it relatable and make it heartwarming well i mean she recaptures what made the hercules movie So good, she's recapturing the heart of that movie and that's what's so great. You're also seeing how good she is at storytelling because not only does she tell the story about Meg, but she also introduces the story of Persephone and Hades in such a way that it fits within the narrative. I think a lesser author would have tried to incorporate it or not incorporate it at all. Being like, oh, well, it doesn't fit. needed it made a fit. She made it fit, she made it work, and it meshed with the story. It didn't disrupt the fluidity. It didn't disrupt the momentum. It added to the story as a whole because it connects to Meg's development as a character, which was so, again, well done so I have to give go the distance I have to give it four out of five stars. Uh not quite five because it didn't blow me out of the water, but man, oh my god, it was so it was heartwarming, it was funny. You're seeing the characters back, you know, Philatides and Pegasus Meg, Herc, Hera, Athena, Persephone, Hades, Pain, Panic. You're seeing all of the characters return in such a wonderful way that it just kind of takes your breath away you just want to go on this adventure with Meg you want to read her journey and you want to see her past come to light because Kelly you know is also really good at going backwards you know using um, flashbacks to add depth to the story without again disrupting the fluidity so once again go the distance four out of five stars. Please remember to purchase the book from your local bookseller or online book retailer. I just ask that you don't support the you don't purchase the book from Amazon. You can get the book on Book Outlet, Books A Million, Barnes Noble, Indie Bound, Better World Books, Bookshop.org, um, and Book Depository. I just ask that you support booksellers, including your indie bookstore down the street instead of Amazon. If money's tight, check out the book from your local library. The libraries are a great resource for the community, and they are there for you. There are also other reading apps like Scribd that you can, if it's available, you can check out, you know, ebooks from there or audiobooks. You can also use Libby or Overdrive with your library card to get audiobooks or ebooks as well. Uh, on that note, please do not forget to support me by liking this podcast and subscribing to it. Please also share it with all your book-living friends. You can also become a supporter on Anchor FM, my recording platform, for $1 a month. Hope you all have a great rest of your day, and as always, happy reading.